Welcome back to MBEF's In The Know podcast. This is the first episode of the 2021-22 school year. We're thrilled we can focus this year on what's going on in schools and not getting back to schools. My name is Ellen Padnos. I'm an MBEF board member. I have two children in the district, and I'll be the backup host to Dan Helley. I'm really excited today to be sitting down with our new superintendent, Dr. John Bowes. Welcome, Dr. Bose. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you, Ellen. My pleasure. Um, so first, I just I want to get to know you. I want the community to get to know a little bit about you. And I don't know if this is just my own my own curiosity or other people wonder this too. But whenever I hear someone is a doctor in something, I'm always so curious. I know a doctoral dissertation is such a huge undertaking. I would love to know what you wrote yours on. Sure. So I have a real interest in literacy and mathematics, and my doctoral dissertation focused on how we can develop instructional coherence across classrooms and schools. Um, so it was a, a great passion project uh, mine, and learned a lot from that experience. That's really, that's really interesting. Thanks. Um, and you were a student once. So do you have any funny or memorable stories? from your school days, maybe an elementary school story that you remember and sticks out as you see these little kids walking around? Sure. Um, My dad was in the Air Force and we moved around a lot uh, when I was little, Uh, but when I was about to start second grade, we just moved to the Northern Virginia area and had not really had a lot of time to meet, you know, any kids on the block or new friends. So brand new to school, brand new to the neighborhood and also um, was receiving speech and language services for just a number of articulation issues. And it was really my you know, elementary school teachers that really uh, took the time uh, to make sure I was well-situated, comfortable in the class, um, you know, work closely with me uh, to help me overcome all of those speech and pronunciation uh, challenges I had and deliver uh, great public education uh, to me in Fairfax County Public Schools. And it was that public school experience uh, that helped get me interested in the Peace Corps as I was finishing college. And I served two years as a Peace Corps volunteer in rural Guatemala. And in all the different projects I was involved in, there was some aspect of uh, education involved, helping people learn how to uh, read you know, better was important to the success of Uh, any small business, and that was the focus of my Peace Corps uh, work. Um, Between my public schooling experience, the Peace Corps work, uh, that's how I figured out that teaching uh, was for me. And I taught kindergarten, first and second grade in the Echo Park area uh, of Los Angeles. Um, So I worked in different positions uh, along with teacher, assistant principal, principal, supervising principal, Uh, and labor relations before joining uh, Palos Verdes Peninsula Unified uh, for a few years. And that's uh, how I really got uh, to know the South Bay and my first exposure to Manhattan Beach Unified. Oh, how cool. It's It's so fun to trace back our history to that one teacher or that moment in school that really sets the course of our lives that we can always point back to. So thank you for sharing all that. And I love... I didn't know about your Peace Corps experience. That's really cool as well. Yeah, I came to California in 1990, 
um, and have loved being a Californian. Uh, my wife Cheryl and I have four adult kids between the ages of 25 and 29, and they are all out of school and launched in their careers. Very cool. Well, you took my next question. I was going to ask about your family, so that's neat. No grandchildren yet, but uh, hopefully someday. I hear it's yet. great. There, I, there is a grand dog. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's a good start. Yeah. Good start. Um, so thanks for all that background. We will get into kind of some of some of the changes going on here. I think I was when I was listening to you at the last MBEF meeting, you were talking about how many new principals, you were going through each of the schools and this new principal and this new vice principal. And I couldn't believe in addition to you being new, how many changes there are within the district. So can you talk a little bit about then, you know, how many principals are new and any opportunity that you see with all this turnover, which is always exciting? Yeah, first, again, thrilled to be here in Manhattan Beach Unified. And just as I am new, uh, seven of uh, 14 principals and assistant principals uh, are new to the role. Uh, some of them have been with Manhattan Beach Unified uh, in other capacities. Uh, but a lot of opportunity uh, with all of that. We have a great leadership team uh, here in Manhattan Beach. We're able to spend two days together for our retreat uh, at the new Maricosta High School Athletic uh, Complex, and we're re really able to get to know each other uh, well and what we're about. And I think there's great promise for the 2021-2022 school year. Wow, that's that's really exciting. 50% turnover in, you know, top administration is a is a big deal. I hear you are asking four key questions to learn more about the Manhattan Beach school community. Can you tell me about those questions and how they will impact your next steps? Sure. I was new to the Davis Joint Unified School District for my first superintendency in July of 2016. And the way I quickly got to know the community well and inform our direction was by asking these four questions. Uh, first, what's something great going on in the Manhattan Beach Unified School District? Second, what's something that could stand a second look? What could we do better at? Third, what's something new you'd like to see us try? And fourth, imagine you're picking up the Daily Breeze, Dig MB, uh, local newspaper, what would be your dream headline for MBUSD five years from now? Great. That's a really great exercise for us as parents to go through and share with you. Um, is there a way we can send you our thoughts? Do you want to hear our thoughts? Yeah, I, there will be plenty of opportunity uh, for you to participate in this exercise, and you may participate more than once. But I'm hoping to get in front of PTAs, uh, staff meetings, visit elementary, uh, junior high, and high school classrooms, uh, to be in front of rotaries, um, MBEF, MBX, uh, Beach Cities, all our different partners to get answers to these four questions from the breadth and depth of our community. Great. If anyone's listening today and is so inclined to send you answers to these because we can put it in the show notes the questions how what's the best way to communicate with you uh best way to do that would be to send that to jbows at mbusd.org awesome well we will we'll will put those questions in and that would be great to Thanks. get 
to start the reaction coming. I think that's really neat that you want to hear from us and learn about the community. Um, so you were once, you were saying, at PV Unified and most recently in Davis. Are there any special programs or projects that you saw great results from and you'd like to bring to our district? Well, this is the real power of that four-question exercise. It really helped inform some uh, important programs that resulted in some powerful outcomes uh, at Davis Joint Unified. As an example, um, our uh, multi-tiered system of support, uh, graduate profile, uh, the total recast and relaunch of our career technical education program, uh, parcel tax, and a facilities bond. Those ideas were all generated from the responses I received from this four-question exercise. And we haven't finished this exercise yet. It will take some months, and I don't know what the information will be, uh, the programs that will come out of it, but I know they will be the right ones for Manhattan Beach Unified. Thank you. I think that's an, a really exciting way for us to get involved and all have a collective vision for our district. Um, so we know COVID has been a huge challenge for educators. Um, what else do you see as a big challenge for our district? Sure, and they're, I, I think they're combined, and that is enrollment and our budget. Enrollment is a challenge, and by enrollment I mean declining enrollment, is a challenge locally, regionally, statewide, and nationally. Uh, so we're working very hard to see how we can mitigate or turn around declining enrollment uh, in our schools. And in California, our district's budget is tied to the number of students enrolled on our campuses. Uh, so we have a strong interest in trying to uh, grow uh, our student enrollment. We're down about 400 students uh, from the pandemic to now. Um, so we are looking to um, enroll students as they move into our community or looking to return to Manhattan Beach Unified School District. Great. And what would you say to parents who are still, you know, who are either considering coming back or or who are considering um, leaving the district? Sure. So I know that Manhattan Beach has a decade over decade track record uh, providing outstanding programming and educational experiences for our students. And we have a whole lot to celebrate here. Just as a recent example, Pennacamp Elementary was just awarded national blue ribbon status last week, and we couldn't be uh, prouder uh, about that. Uh, but Manhattan Beach Unified School Districts offer a great array of programs and experiences tailored to uh, the needs and interests of our students. Um, I've been to every campus multiple times since I arrived seven weeks ago, and what is consistently demonstrated is the high quality and caring staff and the instructional programs going on in our classrooms. Uh, public school teachers in California need to have completed their college degree and uh, passed rigorous credentialing requirements. And we have uh, top tier teachers and administrative staff uh, here in Manhattan Beach and community support uh, second to none. Uh, with COVID, we are slowly uh, returning 
clubs and after-school activities to our campuses. Likewise, we're starting to bring back parent volunteers as well. So there is uh, awesome community support and a real sense of community in Manhattan Beach for our schools. And I'm excited to be a part of that, and I hope any parent would be excited uh, to be a partner in that with us as well. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Just You said community so many times in your answer. And um, I just, Friday after school, my son, my high school son, went to a Model UN conference. And it was so cute. They all meet at the Coffee Bean on Friday nights before they go to conferences. And just to pull up to Coffee Bean and see all these Miracosta kids there. You know, I just came home. I said, this is community. This is why we choose our schools. So it's true. We have a beautiful community here, and we're lucky to be here. Um, so now let's move on to to this challenge that you have in COVID. First, I want to know, how are the teachers doing in the classroom? Are they feeling safe, and are they happy to be back? There's a real buzz on campuses, and I just recall, especially the first day of school, uh, the leadership team and I visited all eight campuses, and you could see the smiles through the masks of students, support staff, and our teachers. Uh, mm. Teachers are doing great, and we are fortunate to have the high-quality uh, teaching staff that we do. And I want to take a moment to say thank you uh, to all of our teachers, support staff, and principals for their work during the pandemic and in the current year. Great. I will second that. Thanks. I think we have an extraordinary. It's just I know Grandview and Maricosta and everything. Everyone who I've met is is incredible and cares so much about these kids. Um, well, I'm glad the teachers are feeling safe and back in the classroom. Um, I let just a couple more COVID questions. COVID's going to be around for a while. How are you going to handle vaccinations once they're available for all ages? And what's the difference between mandating other vaccines versus COVID? Sure. So I think uh, most parents um, have experience with the required vaccinations that students in California need to have when they enroll in school. Measles, mumps, rubella, and that whole list. Those are all uh, required through legislation found in California's education code. And that does not currently exist for uh, a coronavirus vaccine. Uh, there is no mandate for a coronavirus vaccine, nor has that been a topic of discussion at an MBUSD board meeting. At the same time, we have a very high rate of COVID vaccination in Manhattan Beach. Uh, the last time I checked, about a week ago, that was 85.6% for the city of Manhattan Beach, and even higher for students 12 through uh, 17 who received one or more shots. That rate over three weeks increased from 89.1 to 89.5 to 90.1%. Um, and we want to encourage um, you know, participation uh, with COVID vaccine along with uh, the voluntary testing programs that are being made available for students and staff at all of our school sites. It's all of uh, these individual and shared practices, mask wearing, testing, vaccination, air filters, hand washing, cough etiquette, being aware of your surroundings that collectively have a real big impact on reducing the spread of COVID in our schools and our community. Great. 
so the last I saw, and I think it was from your newsletter, which thank you for those newsletters on Fridays. Those are really helpful. Um, but I think it, we're up to 19 cases of students. Have we seen in-classroom spread? So first I want to make sure everybody knows about our NBUSD COVID dashboard, which is updated each school day and lists any uh, staff or student cases of COVID. Anytime there is a positive COVID case on our campuses, we are in touch with the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health. Uh, they have been great partners uh, through the pandemic, both in terms of guidance and support, but also issuing some very important health orders over the last uh, 20 months uh, to help keep our schools safe. Great. And is that right on the mbusd.org website? There's a, there's a quick link to the, to the dashboard? That's right. If you, you will see a link right on the front page of mbusd.org that will take you to our COVID homepage. Okay, great, great. Um, so back in June, we were in a place, a wonderful place, where we did not have to wear masks inside. When LA lifts this indoor mask requirement again, um, do you think they will apply to schools? We'll see what the health order provides. As an example, there's currently a health order uh, for our student athletes. Uh, we know they are close together and those can be higher risk activities. Right now, vaccinated athletes do not need to uh, participate in COVID testing. If a student athlete is not vaccinated, they need to participate once a week in COVID testing and they can now do that uh, at our school. Uh, at, at, they can now do that at our school sites. We are a public school district uh, and we follow Los Angeles County Department of Public Health guidelines just as we follow California Department of Health guidelines. Um, so our last question is, um, where do you see the district five years from now? This is purposefully the fourth and last question of my four question exercise from now. Um, I wanna see MBUSD as a district that is maximizing success for every student and that we have made great progress in developing our culture of care. This work is done through our social emotional uh, learning framework, our stand-up commitment, and our equity, diversity, social justice, and inclusion work. We've seen great examples of what 21st century facilities can look like with the Maricosta High School Athletics Complex, the new classrooms at Grandview. The playground is underway there. There is a major construction project going on at Pennacamp, right up the street from the district office, and a fantastic uh, set of improvements to the preschool campus that finished the week before school started. Uh, in addition to great teaching and learning facilities, making sure we are living within our means, a balanced budget. And back to that enrollment um, question you had. Enrollment is so key to our budget, but so is uh, the great partnership we have with the Manhattan Beach Education Foundation. 
that is not only established um, an endowment that helps our budget each year, but in the last year and some raised over $7 million to help MBUSD provide the programs we know our community needs and our community expects. MBEF is a terrific partner uh, of the district and another example of the fantastic community support uh, for our public schools. Great, thank you. Yes, we're so fortunate to live in a community where so many understand the budgeting, well, and lack thereof the budgeting, and are able to contribute to our education foundation so that our kids can have smaller class sizes, libraries, makerspace, and so many other classes and programs that give the kids in this community a more robust education. So I'd really like to thank you for taking on this huge job. Our schools are a huge part of what make Manhattan Beach such a special community, and we are really excited to start a new chapter with you. Very excited to be here, and thanks for the opportunity to be with you today. Thank you, Dr. Bose. Okay. And thanks to you all for listening and for your support of MBEF. <laughs>